Hello and welcome back. This is the Walk with God podcast. I am your host, Cedric Evans. And before I get into it, just want to give some more information on the state of this podcast. So uh, uh, last week, there wasn't an episode. I took the time just to really reflect and uh, just commune and, you know, with God and so on to see if this is something that should be done more accurately by me. And uh, as I talk with someone, you know, I reveal that anything that would push the word of God is always appreciated. So some news about the podcast. I'm hoping to up to record and upload a video once a week. Typically, due to my schedule, it's probably going to be around Fridays and Saturdays, uh, you know, if something is really big or major or if I just get really excited, maybe I'll upload a, a video, uh, you know, so spontaneously. But typically any anytime around Friday or Saturday is a good time to check for an episode or a good time for me to upload. And then also currently the episodes are under 30 minutes you know they're they're probably going to be sitting around 28 to 30 minutes you know it's at least until i can figure out how to make the episodes an hour longer but that's just some editing issues i'm pretty sure but that is just going to be it so now let's get into the word since the last episode there last well first off last episode we I discussed the gospel and how how God how it is the power of God how it was how much God loved us despite us being in sin how much He loved us to send Jesus into the earth to die on the cross for us and then and then Jesus was raised by God and He conquered death and the grave and the gospel is that that it is God loving us so much so that he sent his one and only son into the earth to die for our sins as a sin sacrifice. And he did it out of love. And that is the main message of this episode. And it is love. Since the last episode, there have been two hot, there have been two uh, mass shootings. There was one in Georgia, and, and there was another, I believe, in Boulder, Colorado, and it, and it all boils down to people being used and uh, used by the devil, and also a lack of love. You know, we need more love in this country. We need more love of God, and we need more love for each other. And love is something that, uh, you know, it's not not always easy to find and easy to do. I know there are sometimes it, it feels really easy to hate on someone or hate on something, but never is it right to hate on a person. Because the truth is, as much as you might dislike someone, God in heaven loves that person with all of his heart. And that's the thing. God asked us to ask us all to love, not just family and friends, but also strangers, people that have wronged us and others and ourselves along with him. We love because he loved and loves us and has made sacrifices for us. We are to love others because God also loves them and he wishes we live together and harmony with others. We love others because it is yet another way for us to be like God, which he also asked us to try to be. Uh, you know, 1 Peter 1, 16 and Leviticus 11 and 44, which basically states to be holy for I am holy. And within holiness, there is love. You cannot have, you cannot be walking in holiness if you are not walking in love, you know, it, it is 
And, and another statement I will make is it is impossible uh, to walk with God or it, it is it is uh, impossible to show your love to God if you are not showing your love to others and people. And that's the thing about Christianity. It's all about love. You know, there's a lot of misinformation about Christianity and, oh, Christians just want you to uh, give money to them and so on and so on. And I've heard people say that, you know, all, all churches do is just take your money and, and this, that, and the other. And it's not true. At the core of it, Christianity is all about love. God loving us and God hoping and wishing and yearning for us to love him and each other. It doesn't matter who did you wrong. It doesn't matter uh, who, uh, you know, did this or whatever to you. It's all about love. Rather, you may have been done right by them or done wrong by them or vice versa. Maybe you've done wrong by them uh, and uh, you've done wrong to someone else. It's still all about love. While the word, while the world is full of sin and not peace, it may be hard to love, but it is possible to do so. As a Christian, it is not only possible, but mandatory if one wants to be in full agreement with God and also know God. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, just reiterating what I just said, you know, in, in the world is full of sin and there's a lot of anger and hatred and going on. And the, the sad fact is there's not a lot of people who are loving and there's not a lot of people who are feeling loved. And if we as Christians would get into loving others and showing that God loves them, Oh my gosh, imagine how many more uh, people might not feel like they're uh, like they're empty inside. Like imagine how many more people won't be feeling depressed and so on if you know we could uh, just convey and show that love of God to them. First John 4, 7 and 8. And uh, I, I'm reading at a, a the, the two most common versions of the Bible I'll be reading out of is the NIV and the King James Version. So uh, if, if the words are a little uh, different, you know, that's, that's why. But most of the time I'll be reading between the King James and the NIV. So 1 John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. He that loveth knoweth God and is born of God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. While many Christians know to love and claim that they do, sometimes they do not, and even I am not excluded from this in the past. You know, myself included in the past, you know, I have a testimony, you know, I won't get into it today, but uh, something that happened in in my life uh, in around the year 2018 and you know it, it, it made me angry and I didn't have that love in me uh, towards the people that uh, that I should have had love towards but then and, and that's the thing about uh, love you know not always is it easy and not always is it you know going to be uh, not always is that going to be the first thing that comes to your mind to do, especially if you're a newer Christian. And this is something that I, I had to learn. You know, it, it's very easy to slip into anger or to slip into hatred for someone when they've done you wrong and you know that they've done you wrong and other people can know that they've done you wrong. But when you love someone, even when they are in the wrong and other people can see that they're in the wrong. When you love someone, even despite any and all that they've done, that is when you are acting like God. That is when you are showing that godly love that he shows towards us. You know how wrong we've been to God, yet he still sent Christ into the world for our sins. 
that's powerful. That's powerful. Now, however, the more you do love, the easier it gets. And that's something that I myself can attest to today. The easier, the, the more you learn to love others, the easier it gets. The more you learn to pray for others, the easier it gets to pray for others. You know, it, you know, very frequently the devil will just love to bring people to mind to cause you to talk bad about them. And the second that happens, that's when you get into praying for them. That's when you, that's when you get into loving for them in your mind. If you can show love to someone within your mind, you can show love to someone in the physical and, you know, in, in the outside of your mind, you know, and I, and like I said, I've been there before, you know, I, you know, for no reason at all, you know, you'll just be doing your own thing and the devil will bring people to mind that maybe have done you wrong in the past, maybe haven't done anything to you. And it's all to make you angry and, you know, make you uh, hate them and talk bad about them within your mind. And I had to learn that, you know, when that happens, I have to, I, it'd be most beneficial to me and to them. But mostly it'd be most beneficial to me if I would learn to pray for them anytime something like that happens. You know, and uh, I, I was taught that. I was taught this, you know, by a great man of God uh, taught me this, Apostle Ron C. Hill. He taught me, you know, get into uh, the act of, praying more for others so so as christians we know to love it is then important to ask or to figure out how to love in order to love as god would want us it is constant and unending god the love god has for us it never ends and it never fails there are three parts to loving as he would want us to, and that is loving God, loving others, and loving yourself. You know, uh, and it's in that order. It's loving God, loving others, and loving yourself. If And uh, there's an acronym that someone taught me, JOY. If you want to have JOY, you know, you focus on these things in order. You focus on Jesus. You focus on others, and then you focus on yourself. If you are being a blessing to Jesus and other people, you can't help but to receive a blessing from God. You can't help but to receive love from God and from others. It's just going to happen. We show our love to God by obeying what he asks of us. God asks multiple things of us all to help our lives and the lives of those around us. One way to show love to God is through praise. Psalms 22 and three, Psalm 22 and three, God inhabits the praises of his people. To inhabit means to live in or occupy. So essentially God lives in our praises. In fact, God is currently at the time that this is being recorded and at whatever time you're listening to this, God is currently being praised all the time in heaven. That is how much he delights in praises of his people and is also how much he is deserving of it. Uh, there's someone right now who may be listening or um, who, who just knows that God has been good to you. Hasn't been good. He, and if, and if, you won't admit to how good God has been to you, then I'll say it. God has been very good to me. You know, there are many times where I, I, I probably wouldn't have uh, survived a certain situation if it were not for the intervention of God. I, I, I myself would have been lost if it were not for God. So yeah, God is deserving of the praise. Forms of praise include prayer, fasting, and making a joyful noise to him. Not all may realize that fasting is a form of praise. However, multiple times in the Bible is fasting conveyed as a way to humble the soul and to show that one cares more for God 
and what God would desire than themselves and their desires. And you know, I, I just want to take a quick detour on fasting. Uh, fasting is something that I personally would urge every every born again believer uh, of God to do. You know, I, I would uh, urge anyone uh, who is, you know, in the faith to follow God to fast. You know, I'm not saying you have to fast uh, 40 days and 40 nights like Jesus, but uh, at, at least you know uh, one or two days in the week. You know, uh, you know, give it a try sometime, and you know, but and but know that it's gonna be uncomfortable. And that's the point, you know. Fat if it if fasting was easy, everybody would do it. But uh, I'll I'll likely talk more on fasting in a later episode. But uh, here we go. So praying a prayer of thanks and praise, fasting and making a joyful noise, Psalm one hundred, are all forms of praise to God. But also, you do show favor to God and bless Him when you show love to others. You know, I've brought this man up uh, recently, or earlier in this episode, that a great man of uh, God, Ronald C. Hill, has said multiple times that people are not your problem and people are not your answer. You know, he has, conv- he has taught me that people are an opportunity to be blessed and to uh, sh- people are an opportunity for you to be a blessing to them. Proverbs 19 and 17. Proverbs 19, that's chapter 19, verse 17. Anyone who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. God will reward him for what he has done. Hebrews 10 and 24. Let us consider how we can stir up one another to love. Let us help one another to do good works. A great way to show love is in how you choose to be a blessing to someone. Not just to those you know, but also to those you don't know. There is also another great way to show love. And uh, before I get there, I just want to say, Showing love to the poor and lending and helping the poor is something that God greatly, and I would heavily express, he greatly would desire for you to do. You know, showing love to the poor, as stated in Proverbs, is like lending to the Lord. And very oftentimes have I seen and been around people that look at a homeless person and immediately start making fun of them. And that's just not right. It's not right. You don't know what they've gone through. You know, you don't know the conditions that they've gone through to uh, lead them out there, you know. And the truth is, uh, sometimes these homeless people are, uh, you know, sick and uh, they need, they just need help. At the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. They just need help. And uh, any way you can show love, if it's through giving them a, a, a 5 a $10 bill, or even if it's through putting together a little uh, a little care package for them, that that's you're being a blessing to the, to the poor. And that's something that we need, you know, and... It's sad to, you know, go to places like Skid Row and see all these homeless people. And it is also sad to see so many abandoned buildings wherein, you know, there's just nothing going on in these buildings. And my mother one day was saying how sad it is to just let these uh, buildings that get closed down and shut down for business and they just don't go to use. When, you know, we could convert them into homeless shelters and so on. And I know there's some issues with homeless shelters, but at the same time, you know, it'd be better to, you know, give these these people a home for the homeless. You know, so the next time you see a homeless person, don't 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 get into treating them 
uh, any kind of way, pray for them, ask to pray for them and, you know, speak to them and, and you know, you know, do, you know, lend to them. Just uh, uh, a homeless person crossing your path is another opportunity for you to show love to them. But the, and so as I was saying, there is also another great way to show love. Proverbs 10 and 12. Hate stirs up fights, but love erases all sins through forgiveness. This means that if you love someone, you should forgive them, even if they have done something wrong to you or someone else. If you never forgive someone and allow yourself to be taken over by hate and anger, you will never be truly set free from what happened. And uh, I, I, uh, I notice this a lot with, uh, within the African-American community. And as a member of the community, I just, I just want to say uh, that uh, there's some uh, African-Americans out there that are living in America. And I feel that it's uh, more than past time for us to, you know, forgive slavery. You know, there's a lot of uh, I've I've been around a lot of black people that still bring up about, oh, what the white man is doing and oh this, that and the other. And they're trying to keep you down. And that's a game and uh, this, that and the other. And we need to stop it. All right. You need you know, there are a lot of black people right now that need to learn to forgive slavery and need to learn to stop hating on white people for things that have happened in the past that they were not a part of and, you know, we're never a part of, you know, it's not right to, you know, to, and that this is what leads to that racial divide. God didn't ever intend for this racial divide that we have now in America. Now, I remember one time I was, uh, I asked to pray for someone and uh, he said, who taught you how to pray? You know, that's the, how to pray for other people. You know, you're not supposed to pray for other people. That's the white man's game. And I knew right away that God does not play games. God does not play games when it comes to praying for other people. And God does not play games when it comes to disliking other people for some silly stuff like the color of their skin. Are you kidding me? You know, anybody, no one asked to be born black. You weren't in the womb crossing your fingers saying, I hope I come out Asian. I hope I come out uh, black. I hope I come out Caucasian. No, no one was in the womb crossing their fingers like that. You were just born. And it was something that you didn't have control over whatsoever. And it's it's time that we let forgiveness usher into the world as well. Now, that's that's one of the best ways I feel that you could ever show uh, love to someone who has wronged you or someone that you love or so on. You know, forgiving someone is one of the greatest ways to show love. So I urge anyone, if they have anger or unrest to someone, that they forgive them. Forgive them. Forgive them. You know, last night uh, I heard a Bible verse that said love uh, does not keep record of wrongdoings. Isn't it it silly uh, how uh, a man might have a disagreement uh, with uh, his wife or whomever? And then, you know, later on in the years, they get into another argument and they bring up. Uh, and he or she brings up something that happened all those many years ago. Now, that's not love. You know, if you if you love someone and you forgive them, leave what happened in the past in the past. You know, if you love someone and they did you wrong and you forgive them, you know, don't bring up that thing that they did all those many years ago. That's not right. Don't do that. And. Uh, you know, it's and this, like I said, you know, going back to black people, it's about time. You know, it's more than past time. You learn to forgive slavery. All right. Yes, it happened. Yes, it was wrong in America. But learn to get into forgiveness for it and understand that you don't need white people to love you. 
And, you know, you should just show love to everyone else. And that should just be it. That's the end of the story. But I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox about that. Huh? Remember that we should be trying to obey God's word and trying to help others. First Peter 4 and 10. God's gifts of grace come in many forms. Each of you has received a gift from God to serve others. You should use it faithfully. That was 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Here, God tells us that he has blessed each of us with gifts suited uniquely for us. When you know what that is in you, you can use that to help serve others and also glorify God even. Many times, people do not know what they are to do or, uh, or want to do with their lives. To them, I would urge them, especially younger people, uh, especially those who are young, to ask God, what is it you should do? And to figure out in you what gifts that God has blessed you with. You know, some people are, are blessed with being excellent singers, you know, and they might just really have a passion and a fire to sing. To those people, I say, go find a church choir and you sing your heart out for God. You know, other people are really good leaders and uh, and uh, they, they really like to delegate and to lead people and to make sure things are running well. That's good, too. Go do something in that, too. And who knows? God just might uh, give you an opportunity to be a blessing to him and to other people in doing that. You know, uh, God has, uh, you know, he's giving you stuff. He's giving you gifts such that you are able to bless others and you could even uh, uh, use them to bless him. Remember that these gifts vary per person. Don't don't get upset if you can sing, but uh, you're not that good at, um, at, at, at delegating, you know, at, at uh, leadership skills. You know, don't get upset. Your it's your gift to be able to sing really well, just as it is someone else's gift to be able to be a good delegator, while they probably can't sing very well. Um, some may be yeah, as I was saying, uh, some may be blessed to sing, others to teach, and others to lead. Whatever the case, all are of great importance when it comes to helping and showing love to others. Although you may love God and love others, it is still essential to love yourself. Sadly, there are still many people, both non-believing and believing, and Christian, oh, sorry, uh, forgive me. Uh, sadly, there are still many people, both non-believing and believers in God alike, that do not love themselves. As a Christian, it is, in, it is just as important to love yourself as it is to love others and God. God would want you to love yourself. Remember how you are described as the salt of the earth and the light of the world in Matthew 5.13. Psalms chapter 139 verse 14 says, how you made me is amazing and wonderful. I praise you for what you have done is wonderful. I know that very well. Then Song of Songs, chapter 4, verse 7. Every part of you is beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And, you know, there's a, a big problem with depression and anxiety and just general feeling of uh emptiness and like 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 a lack of self-worth going on in the world today and christians should not be feeling like that no one should have to feel like that you know uh you know you are a somebody to god you know you are someone special to god if god 
would send his only son, Jesus Christ, into the earth to die on the cross for your sins and for our sins all alike, for you, that should tell you that you're a somebody to God. That should tell you that you mean something to God. You know, God wants you to know that you have no reason to not completely love yourself as God loves you and wants you to love yourself. Do, do you not know that you are described as royalty, royalty through Christ? Revelations 5 and 10. You know, I, I, I tried to commit that verse to memory. But, uh, I think it goes as, uh, you know, uh, you have made them like royalty. Uh, they are like priests to serve our God. They shall inhabit the earth or inherit the earth. Forgive me. You know, in Revelations, you're described as royalty through Christ's blood. Jesus Christ has made you like royalty. You know, I'm not saying you should walk around with your with a big head or anything, but you don't have to walk around all low and, you know, feeling like you just don't belong. No, stop it. You belong. You are somebody to Christ and you are somebody to God. That should be enough for you to, you know, have some love in your heart for yourself. You should be loved by yourself. And you should know, um, and you showed that by taking care of yourself. Ephesians 5 and 18, be not drunk with wine, which leads to debauchery, debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. This is just one example of how to take care of yourself. It's just one. There's many more Bible verses in, in the Bible that talk about how to take care of yourself and treat your body and treat yourself nice and right. That's just one. Uh, show love to yourself when you enact self-control against evil longings. First Peter four one and three. Uh, that that's a that statement that I just that I just made comes from First Peter chapter four verse one through three. You show love to yourself when you do not think or speak negatively about yourself and to yourself. In living like this, you show love to, and you show respect to the Lord and yourself as one of God's beautiful works. Uh, and and there and let me just say, it would benefit nobody at all except the devil if you would if you kept on you know thinking all low about yourself like you're nothing and you're nobody and this that and the other and and you know it stop it you know god doesn't want you talking like you're like you're nothing and a nobody and like you're 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 empty god never intended for you to even be thinking like that it is the devil who comes to steal kill and destroy and he's not just talking about uh, stealing and killing, uh, you know, uh, birds and animals and things. He's talking about, you know, the devil would love it would it would delight the devil if he could destroy your mind, if he could destroy your relationship with yourself. You know, the devil, I believe that the devil, he comes to destroy your relationship with God, your relationship with others and your relationship with yourself. I don't have a cute little acronym like joy, Jesus, others, and yourself. Love those three. And if you love uh, Jesus, others, and yourself, you'll have joy. I don't have a cute acronym to say that the devil comes to destroy your relationship with God, and he comes to destroy your relationship with others. He comes to destroy your, your relationship with you. I don't have a cute acronym for that. But it is true. It would benefit the devil greatly if you kept on thinking negatively about yourself, if you are, you know, or if you know someone, you know, tell them to stop and tell them that Jesus Christ died on their on the cross, not so that they would think lowly of, of themselves, but for the opposite. You know, you know, Jesus Christ died and in and in him dying on the cross for us, you know, he raised us from the dead if you should believe in the gospel you know he he uh made you like royalty 
he's describing you as a salt and the uh, light of the world, like a like a shining city on a hill. Don't you know you are somebody? You are beautiful in and through and by God. Oh, child of God, you are amazing to God. God loves you perfectly and beautifully. It it it, it doesn't. God doesn't want you thinking, you know, in, in depression and so on. And you know, He doesn't want you believing that you're this and the other. You know, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You know, the sooner you can accept that for yourself, the sooner you can really move and work for God the way that, you know, it would be beneficial towards him and you. So uh, many Christians, sadly, um, not all Christians believe sad, believe this. Not all Christians believe that they are beautifully and woefully and wonderfully made. Many Christians, though they believe in God, allow the devil and demons to invade their minds. And I'm a, I'm a, I know I'm getting on a lot of tangents, but uh, the devil is real. Demons are real, and they're in the earth today. In the Book of Revelations, it talks about how the great dragon uh, stage tried to overthrow God, and the great dragon also called Satan, Lucifer, the devil, you know, uh, the great dragon tried to overthrow God and there was a great war in heaven. And ultimately the dragon and all of his angels, they failed and they were sent down into the earth. And that's where they are now. You got demons, you know, you might not be able to see them with your eyes, but trust me, they're there. They're there. You might not be able to see an angel with your eyes, but trust me, they're there. They're, they're protecting and watching over you, you know. Uh, so, you know, just know that uh, I'm not uh, getting all holistic and uh, spirit and all extra spiritually minded or whatever when I say uh, devils and demons and so on. Like, they're there. There are multiple ver verses in the Bible that talk about the existence of devils and demons and the devil. So just know that. Um, many Christians nowadays allow the devil and demons to invade their minds to believe that they are no good or that they just cannot love themselves. And that is false. Not only can you love yourself, but God wants you to. And you should, and you should for yourself, as much as you should to show respect to God. You know, I was, um, you know, I, I, I'll say this later. 1 uh, Corinthians 3 and 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 through 20. Do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. On this note, I want to point out that your bodies are a temple of which the Holy Spirit dwells in. It is important to take care of your body as you are upkeeping the temple of the Holy Spirit. Furthermore, God says that you should not destroy the temple. And I just want to say this is as much a warning to suicide as it is to general upkeep. You know, there's a problem with uh, people committing suicide throughout the world. And, you know, that, that that's sad in itself that if you should allow, it's sad to think that there are people allowing the devil to trick them into believing that the only way out is to just kill themselves. <laughs> it is sad to believe that people, you know, are doing this to themselves. And it breaks God's heart. 
Because when you commit suicide, when you do this, there is no going back. When you commit suicide, you're not committing suicide thinking that everything's going to be okay now from this point on. And in fact, it's going to be worse. God doesn't like it when you commit suicide. When you kill yourself, you're killing, you're destroying the temple of God. You're destroying, you know, uh, one of God's precious creations, one that he loves so much. And it's sad to say that when you do this, as far as my knowledge, you go to hell after you commit suicide. And I I remember uh, sometime in 2020, there was a woman who uh, committed suicide after jumping off this piece of art in uh, New York City. And in her suicide note, she wrote uh, to her friends and family not to be sad for her because she's uh, no longer in pain. And it made me sad because I said, if you, I said for the devil to trick her into believing that it's so sad because I know the truth is she is in more pain than she'll ever realize for all of eternity. Because when you commit suicide, you uh, set yourself up to be sent to hell. It doesn't bring God any joy whatsoever to to have to see one of uh, his lovely creations go to hell. It doesn't. And that just makes me think if someone could have, what, what if someone had shared with her the gospel? Or what if someone would have, I don't know, just, I don't know, just hugged her and loved on her some more? Or what? I don't know. Maybe she, she, she would still be here. But uh, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. It is important to take care of your body as you are upkeeping the temple for the Holy Spirit. And if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit, then I urge you to pray to God and ask God to fill you up with the Holy Spirit. And you and you need the Holy Spirit, might I add. You need the Holy Spirit if you are going to be as fully an effective follower of God as God would want you to be. It is one of the least desirable things in the world to watch someone take their life. Okay, I got to that. Um, Please care for yourselves and others. Do not be immoral with yourselves, and please do not let the enemy make a fool out of you by making you think you can do something that God would dislike. Um, and, uh, on the note of, uh, caring for your bodies, be careful with how you treat your body because the way you treat your body, uh, describes all how you love yourself. If you would, uh, put anything in your body and you do all sorts of drugs and all this excess drinking and have all and just be all sexual and moral and have sex with anything that moves and so on. If you do that, you're not loving your body. Oh, it might feel good to you, but you're not showing love to your body. You know, uh, uh, I I like to think of it as uh, what if um, I I have some some nephews and um, I just think what if they had uh, made me a toy or a, a picture and they presented it to me and smiled and said, here you go. and I love you, uncle. Here you go. And I say, thank you. And then I crumble it up in front of them and I write all over and I rip it apart and so on in front of them. That would hurt them. They, they wouldn't like to see something that they put time into to make be treated like that. And the same goes to God. I'm not calling God a child, (laughs) but I'm saying God doesn't want you to, God doesn't like to see you treat your body any kind of way. 
he doesn't like to see you put any sort of thing in your body and to to just put it with all sorts of drugs and just to, so you can get high and have a good time and just so you can get drunk and and uh to party and so on. God doesn't want to see you do that. It doesn't take it doesn't delight God at all. You know, God put work into your body. He it, he made your body beautiful and wonderfully made and you know, you should care for your body, care for yourself, care for your mind as well. And one of the best ways to care for your mind uh, I'm not going to say one of, because I'm going to say the best way to care for your mind is through getting yourself immersed in the word of God. You know, so spend time with your Bibles, and that is a great, a great, great, great way to renew your mind. You know, and many people out there buy my book and buy this book and you know, get this self-help book and, you know, change your life and so on. And. The only self-help book you need is the Bible. And that 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 Bible can change your life instantly. You know, it, it can uh, it has the power to raise people from the dead. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you ex- if you accept Christ after reading that Bible, you've just been raised from the dead. And um, if you read your Bible, you know what type of dead I'm talking about. Uh, so. Many Christians today say they love, but do not completely live it out. Sometimes they may love in one aspect, but not the other two, or vice versa. You know, some people might be really good at loving Jesus and others, but they don't show a lot of love towards themselves. Or some people might say they really love Jesus, but they don't show a whole lot of love to others and themselves. Um. It is very important you live out love in all three areas. If you want to completely show love and live out love, you need to show love to Jesus, show love to others, and show love to yourself. See, if you are loving the best you could, and if not, then ask. If you are not loving the best you could, then ask God to help you to love more and better. Ask God to grace you to love people, uh, all people who, no matter what they've done to you or who or what they said to you, it, I don't care. You love people. Uh, ask God to help you to love people and help you to love yourself. And uh, also remember, uh, though, that if you make a mistake in your walk in love, it's okay. You know, uh, it, it's it's one thing to fall down. It, it's another thing to fall down and not get up. If you make a mistake as you walk to uh, love others, it's okay. Confess it, dust yourself off, and keep going in God. You know, don't, don't think, oh, I made a mistake, so I, I can't recover and so on. It is a lie of the devil to believe that if you make a mistake, your salvation goes out the window. If you make a mistake, you're nothing and nobody. It is a lie of the devil when you hear that in your mind. If you make a mistake, all that means is you confess it to God and you start over. You just keep going in God. God still loves you. He still cares for you. Go on, brother, sister. You got this. And God, and ask God to grace you to forgive. And while more could be said on the topic of love in general or uh, love for God, love for others, and love for yourself, it is best said that love is of the highest quality in being a Christian. First uh, Corinthians 13, 13. That's First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So please, I urge you to love. Love God, love others, and love yourself. And remember what Jesus said. If you love me, you'll keep my commands. 
All right. So that's all. And that's uh, all I have to say on love for today. I'm sure I might revisit the topic in later episodes. But uh, please, please love. It is is most beneficial to you and to us. And and it's most beneficial to you if you would get into learning to love God, others, and yourself. I like to believe that it, it's this is a bit of wisdom that I like to believe came from God that uh, when someone harms you or when someone does something wrong to you or says something wrong about you or they show hatred to you in any sort of way, they are not hurting you mostly. They are mostly hurting themselves. I'm going to say it again. When you get wronged from somebody, and they are acting consciously to hurt you or hurt other people, that person is hurting themselves the most. Because you reap what you sow. And one day you're going to have to answer to God for why you did this to so-and-so or or why uh, did you do this to that person. You're going to have to answer to God for so uh, when someone hurts you, uh, don't, don't don't get mad. Don't get mad at them. You, know? you get into love and prayer over them. And just remember, they're not hurting you. Uh, they, I mean, they might be hurting you in the moment, but they're mostly hurting themselves. Now, I've, now this is the end of the podcast episode. So I I pray that if anything that I've said has reached someone or touched someone in any sort of way to make them want to get into love and or make them say, you know, I want to love others and I really want to love God. and I want to commit myself to God. You know, I, 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 I say you you open open your heart right now and pray and repeat after me. Father in heaven, I know I was a born sinner. I confess my sins and I repent. I know that Jesus Christ died and rose again on the, from the grave for my sins. I now accept Christ into my heart. Fill me, God, with the Holy Spirit. Cover me in the blood of Jesus and grace me to love others as you would want me to love. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Now, if you prayed that, I pray that, I I hope you find yourself a good church home and um, sit under this, uh, sit under that anointed ministry, wherever it may be, Uh, you you don't have to, I don't know. It, maybe you have a church. If you don't have a church, um, you know, go find one. I would recommend Love and Unity of Christian Fellowship of uh, in, over here in uh, Compton, California. You know, they have a website. You can Google them, and uh, they they have a they, they they have they do things on YouTube and Facebook and so on. And they don't know that I'm saying this right now. I'm just saying this because I'm a member of of the of the, the church and. You know, I, I, I think that they do good work over there. But, hey, you don't have to go there. You go find a good church that uh, that you feel is pushing the word of God and you sit under that pastor, you know, whoever they may be. You know, you just you sit there. You're going to be all right. And uh, show love to that pastor and show love to that church. Show love to God and pay your tithes and offerings over there. And you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Remember, you're somebody. You're like royalty in God, as we learned today. But, uh, but yeah, I'm rambling now. So you have a good day. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.